0: When I was a kid, I always visited my cousins at my uncle and aunt's place. And they were into pyramids whose shape uh, they believed had some beneficial influence of sorts. But uh, using their pendulums under these aluminum pyramid shapes that they had hanging over their beds, they had detected that there was a plus field inside the pyramid, but a minus field under the baseline of the pyramid. So they installed a flipping hoist system so you could pendalize yourself uh, and then hoist wait, 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 the pyramid to the appropriate level to give give you the right charge of plus and minus before you went to bed that is new age this is the second video in my little series about new age in the last one i went through a little bit of the background history to new age in western esotericism uh, and i recommend that you check my first video on new age first in this one here i will look a little bit at new age itself so new age is really a quite amorphous field with few unifying traits and zero unifying social structure. But there are some features that characterize New Age. But as an overall header, New Age, I would say is based on a relation cosmology. It is a non-entropic mode of knowledge, which means that it belongs in history's big wastebasket of esoteric modes of knowledge that pose what you could call animist resilience to the knowledge domination of distinction-based knowledge forms. And I have a couple of videos that explain these concepts a little bit more thoroughly. You can also watch them. Cool. Here, just hold on to the fact that you could see New Age as a form of culture criticism. It is a counterculture that emerged as New Age in the 1970s, and it is essentially what you would call a popular hippie branch of Western esotericism. It springs out of a different esoteric thinkers like Schwedenborg, Christian mysticism, the psychedelic movement, UFO religion, and Madame Blavatsky, who's a little bit important when we talk about these master race ideas that are sometimes lurking in the background of new age. These are trends of Western esotericism possibly with UFO religion, as a little bit of its own kind of story. A general feature of New Age is channeling. The idea that humans can mediate contact with something other than human or perhaps divine. This means it's a worldview where human agency and spiritual worlds touch each other, i.e. it's a type of relation cosmology. There is a strong rejection of dualism, Dualism is typical of distinction cosmology. So again we see the relation cosmology sort of raising its voice against uh, an important part of knowledge domination. Dualism, uh, distinction making. New Age also rejects the distinction between science and religion. It tends to mix those two in ways that really pisses off modernist jihadis like Richard Dawkins, because it thereby undermines that modern colonial knowledge hierarchy where there is science which owns truth, and then there is, in Richard Dawkins' words, barbarous primitive superstition or self-appointed gurus. New Age also holds ideas about us entering into a new age, where this present, Grand separation that we live in today is being healed. Now, when I came across that idea of the grand se- uh, separation, I immediately thought, like, "Oh shit, that sounds like me, doesn't it? I've been ranting about how we live in a relational crisis of global rupture." You see, it's the same concept: rupture, liberation. I haven't based this on New Age, of course, but on much more acceptable stuff like ontological turn thinking new materialism, Philippe Descola, actor network theory and indigenous knowledge. Yet in the seminal work on new age religiosity, which is called A Course in Miracles, this is apparently diagnosed, this rupture, this separation half a century ago. So why exactly is it that those of us who are into making kinship and land connectivity and animism and cultural decolonization and healing the world and all these things that we're so angry at exactly new age is it just because all this pink my little pony kind of stuff really pisses us off that much i know i always feel really at peace when i'm being bathed in positive vibes do you even know what you just said? A follower of mine actually pointed out a really good point. She said that she thought that condemnation of New Age seemed to have a gender aspect to it. She suggested that New Age could perhaps be a female-leaning form of spirituality, and the critiques could perhaps have a male uh, overweight, a male-leaning in them. And I think this might be a bad ass point. That would make New Age critiques into like the form of mansplaining that is to mansplaining what Bob Marley is to reggae. The OG mansplaining. Anyway, I I think it would be really interesting, interesting to see some feminists have a little bit of a feminist go at this issue here. But there are also some serious problems that you do find in New Age spaces. There is this thing which scholars uh, have named uh, a kind of historical amnesia. New Agers generally have close to zero clue about their own the background to their own uh, spirituality. Many probably can't even name Blavatsky or Crowley as immediate predecessors of their tradition. There's also a a considerable aspect to New Age of playfulness. And important as that may be, because playfulness is important, it can sometimes manifest really disrespectful behavior towards other traditions. You don't just play around with other traditions. But it should also be mentioned, of course, that this reaching towards cultural others could be seen in itself as a kind of a grappling, an attempt to grapple against entropic reality. There's a reaching for connectivity in there. And this goes all the way back to antiquity, where many, for instance, saw Plato or Platonicism as really the sort of Eastern thing, something that came perhaps from Persia or something like that. In the Middle Ages, Judaism, became a mediator for true insight, and the Kabbalah became a big thing. In more recent times, people have been looking at Soroastrianism, or ancient Egypt, or stuff that comes from India, or other places in Asia. So yeah, is there problematic stuff in New Age? Ah, yeah. As mentioned in my last video on esotericism, there's loads of shite in esotericism, Radical traditionalism, proto-Nazism, classist elitism, nationalism, racism, misogynist attitudes, euro-exceptionalism, all kinds of shite, which of course you also find in normative knowledge productions. So why don't we criticize these elements instead of sort of slamming them onto those kinds of knowledge that actually try to pose an alternative to power domination. You also have a lot of stuff in esoteric traditions that many followers of this channel would probably sympathize with. Humanism, revolutionary proto-democratic societism, societies, animism, spiritual resistance and resilience to worldview domination, creative, experimental worldviews, non-Eurocentrism in the form of appreciation of non-Euro culture. A dedication to the capacity of humanity, cultural cross-fertilization, and a strong, deep intuition to a world of connectivity. My own first interaction with uh, esotericism, uh, uh, the uh, people who read the Danish author uh, Avid wolf was a dogged, insistent anti-racism. And that was way before they, that became canon. Some of the most persistent anti-racist voices in this country came out of that esoteric milieu. So yeah, esotericism uh, has sometimes had secret societies of Nazi occultists, but you also have secret societies that have contributed to the American Revolution, perhaps even the Haitian Revolution. In fact, several euro-esoteric movements have become really influential in Afro-diasporic religiosities such as Santeria and Voodoo. Spiritism, which is a core aspect of esotericism, has become a major building block actually in Afro-diasporic religiosity. Uh, Afro-Cuban religiosities, for instance, like Paloma Mayombe and Santeria. Spiritism spiritism plays an important role. Freemasonry is another example. It has become a really big thing in places like Cuba, Haiti, Brazil, even in West Africa. And this interface here is a totally underexposed field of study, by the way. But where should we go with this? And I think one thing we should do is that we should stop using New Age as this fluffy general label for something bad in which we mirror our own righteousness. I strongly suspect that this tendency is in fact uh, Johann Jakob Brücker's voice still at work. The man that I described in the last video who defined the tectonics of Western thinking where relational worldviews are being rejected. So I basically think that there are deep gatekeeping functions at work in the condemnations of new age which are linked to those elite ideologies that strive to keep patterns of relation building locked inside you know those transcendent la la lands of these distinction cosmologies because that is easier to control you know rather than if you move into this carnivalesque playful experimental with not experimentation with knowledge that you find in esoteric and also in new age spaces So I would encourage looking at actual problems directly and criticizing them specifically rather than projecting them to become these essential, inherent features of Euro-descendant cultural resilience and subaltern ways of knowing, which I don't think they are. Let's criticize cultural appropriation when it actually occurs. Spiritual tourism that reduces ancient tradition to this playland for white consumerism when it actually occurs. That does happen. I've seen some of this in African traditional religion, which is very uh, sort of linked with or uh, aligned with Euro-descendant forms of esotericism. It's not definitely not always the case, but there are cases where Western esoteric uh, cultural exchange with African traditional religion becomes performed in these ways, where these uh, Afro-descended traditions are made sort of subservient to Western esotericism. Their initiation becomes sort of fancy esoteric trophies, trophies for spiritual t- tourists who t- sort of reheap heap all kinds of titles on themselves, rather than enter into those lifelong obligations which they actually are. Some Western esotericists have a bit of a fetish for titles. But let's criticize that, not the general trend in which you also find people who totally understand and enter into these obligations with exactly the right kind of humility and dedication. Let's criticize the infantile and the idiocy and the superficiality when it's actually there. And it is there a lot, and it regularly deserves to be criticized. Let's criticize commercializing of sacred stuff into consumerist shit with which the world is afloat today. Let's criticize all those manipulative, puffed-up, narcissist, pseudo wisdom meme meme-weaving, motivational-quote-spewing bullshitters that live in social media today. Let's not just criticize, but kick the shit out of fascism whenever it sticks out its ugly, pestilential, stupidity-feeding head. And let's look for it where it, in the places where it sometimes infests other, otherwise legitimate forms of culture and strike back mercilessly at that shit. But we don't do that by slamming the image of fascism onto two fucking millennia of non-normative culture of knowledge resilience among Euro descendants. So yeah, let's do these things. But let us also start questioning the seclusion of popular esotericism, New Age, into these judgmental stereotypes, as if it is this non-knowledge, a kind of anti-spirituality, this infantile antithesis to the elite normative style of knowledge. That is a knowledge production of a colonial power language that we as colonizers, as your descendant colonizers, have in fact turned inwards uh, on ourselves as as part of producing whiteness. And I've been talking about this exact part of this process in, in other videos. Let us also allow the playful, because it's there and it's actually really important. And sometimes, yeah, it does birth stupid shit. I think perhaps it's inherent to being playful. Let us also allow the outreaching between cultures which is a fundamental aspect of esotericism and in fact of being human a basic trend is it is you know it goes all the way back to the platonists and and it runs through millennia of esoteric culture does it sometimes birth abusive exchanges yeah it totally does it totally does but as i also suggested in my video on cultural appropriation let's criticize that let's not become flippant nationalists in this austere rejection of two millennia of Euro-descendant connective attempts to build resilience towards uh, control ideologies. I suspect the reason that New Age makes everybody flip, myself included, you know, is that New Age is perhaps the first time in these 2,000 years of esoteric history where the norm- normative domination of distinction-based cosmologies is actually facing a broad, serious, popular threat. First, Christianity severed the possibility of relating by secluding God in some transcendent eternity. Then it took a step more in Protestantism and made God even more impossible to engage. Then Christianity became married to modernity, which killed God completely and made relation to the other than human almost completely unthinkable. But in modernity, what happened in the relational uh, department of European knowledge production is that esotericism started to be socially organized. Before, during a long period, it was just single intellectual authors here and there, thoughts, ways of relating, popping up now and again, at times integrated into Christianity. But since the hippie movement This has become a broad, popular trend, and that threatens the domination systems that have uh, been linked into Christianity and uh, modernity. And that threat to power spurs counter reactions in the same, perhaps, or in similar deep way as you know you sometimes see with whiteness when somebody. compromising the foundations of power then it will rattle people and it will even sometimes rattle some of them some of the people who think they're revolutionaries whiteness is a construction to produce racial oppression. Well, let's have a go at that shit. Deconstruct that motherfucker so we become Gaels and Bavarians and Kiwis and Appalachians again, right? But then some people will go, oh no, if people challenge the exclusive ownership of whiteness over their self-image, then who am I supposed to feel better than? I think there's something similar going on, something comparable in New Age. If we accept That New Age is something broader, perhaps. It's something that we're perhaps all a part of somehow. It's not something that's just there to rattle when we want to feel better than something. Then I think that can open for us to reach understanding of uh, these old patterns of domination and connectivity that has defined uh, contemporary culture. Both the patterns that are toxic and the ones that are life-giving. Thanks a lot for listening, and see you around. And let me just add a little postscriptum here, and that is that I have one more little thought about New Age, but I feel it might be a little bit controversial. So if you want to hear that one, then become a Patreon supporter. Thanks a lot, and see you around.